Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I am your co-host, Mark Morell, also known as Mark Knight. One half of the most illustrious tag team in the entire cataclysm of the ten galaxies beyond the sun. I'm here along with my co-host, although he's not here at the moment, but uh, my man King Bumbaye. A.K.A. the World Boss, A.K.A. the Watcher of Professional Wrestling, A.K.A. King Diamond Head, the original Unchained Gorilla. That's another A.K.A. that I'm giving to him. I myself, the bastard in the Mobius chair. <laughs> we welcome you to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I'm here to bring you guys some additional news from the land of the rising sun. And for those of you that are tuning into our podcast on your favorite streams, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, and Podcast Addict. I'm going to bring you guys some news um, with a nice little mix of everything going on in the world of Japan, including Pro Wrestling Noah's show prior to his absorption into um, Cyber Fights, the 20-year anniversary of Pro Wrestling Noah, the formation of it, the passing of James Sugar Bear Harris, the Ugandan giant Kamala via COVID-19. ACH makes his return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. The buildup for uh, Summer Struggle 2020 Jingle Show. I'm going to give you guys some history about that. I am also going to talk about the All Japan Wrestling Triple Crown, excuse me, not Triple Crown, but the All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion Carnival beginning, the Pro Wrestling Noah in one victory tournament beginning, and giving you guys a breakdown of the Nihon Pro Wrestle Hall of Fame, and that they're actually going to do something that no other Hall of Fame, with the exception of the Cauliflower Alley Club, is doing, which will be having an actual building and using their funding to help retired and or injured wrestlers based on their financial situation. So we're going to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off with um, the first the first thing, which will be ACH. For those of you who are not familiar with ACH, ACH was the young man, Albert Collins, who was a part of the WWE's NXT system. He was um, Jordan Miles. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Jordan Miles' story, he um, <clears throat> brought to the attention to the world that the WWE's um, creative um team for their t-shirts and stuff um made a t-shirt which was symbolic to blackface which was basically them stating that it was supposed to be his smile because ACH smiles a lot uh in his photographs his um pictures and everything of that nature he's a very happy go lucky guy um not a threat not a hostile or whatever they want to call it he smiles right so they created a T-shirt with a with a black background, red lips similar to the Rolling Stones logo, and instead of the tongue, it was his name written um, like teeth. But <clears throat> the motif basically was it looked eerily similar to the menstrual um, blackface 
So if you guys are not knowledgeable of blackface, um, it was a part of early American entertainment, and it still kind of goes on to this day. But um, ACH had quit World Wrestling Entertainment. He went on to do a couple of independent shows. He's done some shows for um, a black-ran um, wrestling promotion out in Washington, D.C., uh, not too long ago prior to the uh, the COVID. And now he's making his return back into a major wrestling organization, back to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was a standout there along with his... Um, his uh, placement in ROH back in the day. Um, a lot of people um, in the wrestling business may have felt that ACH had rubbed people the wrong way by um, not only calling out the uh, racism in the war wrestling entertainment, but for calling other wrestlers such as Jay Lethal and Uncle Tom and going along with the system and stuff like that. But Outside of the man's politics and stance and things of that nature, it's good to see him back. He will be on um, this edition of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong in a tag match. So I'm looking forward to seeing his ability inside the ring once again. So outside all of the political stuff like that, because um, I can see where he's coming from with that. It'll be good to see him back inside the ring and competing for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hopefully he will... Um, hopefully get a shot to be in the fixture of the junior heavyweight division or maybe the never open weight division. I would like to see that with him. All Japan Pro Wrestling's rest champion carnival begins. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about the um, the importance of tournament wrestling tournaments in uh, Japan. It's a big deal. It's always been a big deal for many, many years. And I am... I'm pretty excited. Just like I'm excited for the uh, G1 Climax, which is going to run through September throughout October. The same thing for All Japan Pro Wrestling. Their um, tournament has been pushed to September, and it's going to start. Um, actually, they didn't give a date to when it's going to start, but they did announce the um, participants and the A and the B blocks, and it goes as follows. In the A block, you got Suwama, who is the All Japan Triple Crown Champion. You have Jiro Ikumen Kuroshiro. You have Zeus, Jake Lee, and Kuma Arashi. That, that's the A block right there. The B block will consist of Kento Miyahara, who is a former um, Triple Crown Champion. Shuja Ishikawa, uh, the former uh, WWE stalwart and Bullet Club Hunter Yoshitatsu, who is currently the reigning Gora Television Champion. Yuma Ayagi. And Shotara Ashino. So these um, 10 men will participate in the... Um, actually, more than 10 men. Well, these here men will participate inside of this tournament. Um, actually, it's a 12-man tournament. So it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to turn out. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the passing of James Sugar Bear Harris, also known as the Ugandan giant Kamala, passing away from COVID-19. Kamala Harris has been well, Kamala Harris. I'm thinking of the uh, the the vice president pick for uh, Joe Biden. Not to be thinking of that magnitude, but you know it kind of fit. But James Harris, the Sugar Bear, uh, was a star in uh, the Memphis and in the Southern um, territories for the National Wrestling Alliance back in the day. Um, great wrestler, great star um, in his own right. Prior to becoming the Ugandan Giant. 
um, Kamala has, of course, you know, been in some really big, big matches uh, for the NWA. He was an NWA star, a former um, regional NWA champion, defeating Jerry Lawler for the um, Southern Heavyweight title. He also beat him for the Unified Heavyweight title as well a couple of years back in the early in the early 90s. Um, of course, many people are know Kamala for teaming up with Abdullah the Butcher and All Japan Pro Wrestling, which is why I brought him up here. Um, also, by request of Andre the Giant, Kamala was brought into the WWE in 1984, having um, matches with Kamala uh, in the Garden, the Boston Garden, and all points in between. Also having two notable feuds with Hulk Hogan over the WWF World Heavyweight title. He's also fought um, Ultimate Warrior. He's also fought um, Randy Macho Man Savage. And he's also fought The Undertaker. So Kamala has basically wrestled um, all, <clears throat> if many, all of the WWF champions up until that point. Um, he's wrestled Hogan, Andre, Savage. Um, he's wrestled Slaughter, The Undertaker. Uh, the list goes on and on. So um, rest in peace to Kamala, who passed away from um, COVID-19. Um condolences to his family all right the next thing i'm going to get into is new japan pro wrestling's um summer struggle show in jingle jingle stadium now before we go into that show i want to take you guys back to 1999 to um to that show if you happen to subscribe to new japan pro wrestling world you can go up there and you can see the 1999 show, I think, in its entirety. But they highlighted some significant matches, which I think you guys should definitely take a look into seeing. One match in particular featuring Yuji Nagata, Manabu Nakanishi, capturing the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles from Mishiyoshi Ohara and Tatsuhito Goto, who at the time were a part of the NWO Typhoon or Team 2000. Um, they were the champions there, so that was that was a good match for the to see. Uh, both these guys were, <clears throat> I'm talking Nagata and um, Nakanishi, who just recently retired in February of this year, won those titles not so long ago after the excursion from WCW. We also see Scott Flash Norton representing NWO Team 2000 taking on former UFC Super Fight Champion Don Fry. We also have Masahiro Chono taking on Shinya Hashimoto in a match of the Three Musketeers. Very good contest between both former IWGP heavyweight champions. And in the main event, you had a double hell electrified barbed wire explosive match between the Great Muda and the Great Nita. So that was a very good contest there. Um, also there, <clears throat> just for uh, shits and giggles, I was uh, taking a look at how many... Uh, Young Lions was at this show and I recognized four Young Lions who were um, in attendance at that show basically keeping the crowd back and the wrestlers um, safe which included uh, uh, Toge Makabe who was a junior heavyweight at the time uh, Takahashi Izuika, the uh, the madman, the crazy bozu uh, Kazuchika Fujita who ended up becoming um, IWGP heavyweight champion during the dark days of Enokiism and Enoki Gnome Federation champion and a young ace Hiroshi Tanahashi alright so I got some recommended wrestling matches for you guys to take a look at um, in this uh, thing for you guys to get some build up here um, the trilogy between Hulk Hogan and Antonio Inoki 
Now, the reason why I bring this trilogy up is because it goes on to the dissolving of the relationship between the WWF and New Japan Pro Wrestling. The three matches had controversial finishes. The first one, of course, was the 1983 tournament where Hogan knocked out Inoki to become the IWGP tournament champion. This was uh, prior to him becoming the WWF champion. The second match, Inoki wins by a countout in a two out of three falls match to win the 84 tournament, which then would set up for the third match, which was a unification bout for both the titles and Hogan losing on countout to retain the WWF title and Inoki retaining the IWGP tournament title. This was prior to the current lineage of the IWGP heavyweight championship belt that we know of today. Um, also, I recommend going back to watching that match, the tag title match between Nagata and Nakanishi versus Ohara and Goto, and the double hell match between um, the Great Nita and the Great Muda, which was the main event at the um, Jingle Stadium. Japanese Paresu Hall of Fame slated to, to have been opened this past winter and the summer, but having to kind of wait because of the COVID-19 and being that Japan is now starting to get things back in order, they're actually going to have the one thing that the WWE does not have. And no, this is not a shot against War Wrestling Entertainment, but they're actually going to have a building and they actually have an administration of people that are running um, this um, Hall of Fame. And the first five names have been announced for induction. The group will be led by former champion Jinichiro Tenru, his daughter-in-law Munda Shimida, and Leonora, Leona um, Fujinami, the son-in-law of Tatsu, the son of Tatsumi Fujinami. It will be in partnership with Cyber Fights, New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate, Wrestle One, and 2AW, which is Active Advanced Pro Wrestling. The basis of the group will be will establish an economic fund to help raise money for injured wrestlers and for other factors. Um, I think that this would be great, but I'll get into explaining that later. <clears throat> the first five names to be inducted into the Nihon Paresu Hall of Fame is Antonio Inoki, founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, in 1972, and of course the Inoki Gnome Federation in the late 2000s. His resume pretty much speaks for himself. He's a former NWF world champion, IWGP champion, and founder of uh, Mixed Martial Arts in Japan. Um, of course, he's a former student of Ricky Dozen. Many of you who know about Inoki, has, this man has wrestled everyone. Um, he's also most notably known for the fight against uh, Muhammad Ali in the boxer versus wrestler match, um, which uh, many can say and many will consider now, that match was the first official mixed martial arts match throughout the entire world. Although there have always been <clears throat> boxer versus wrestler matches and wrestler versus judo stars and karate men and things of that nature. But many crown this match between Inoki and Ali as the um, forerunner of the current day uh, mixed martial arts, UFC and stuff like that. He's the father of this shit. Um, and he is a former student of Ricky Dozen. And, of course, <clears throat> he is a current member in the WWE Hall of Fame. Shoei Baba, a.k.a. Giant Baba, founder of All Japan Pro Wrestling also in 1972. He is a former two-time NWA World's Champion, the first Japanese to win the NWA World's title, defeating both Jack Briscoe and Handsome Harley Race. He is a former PWF World Heavyweight Champion and a former student of Ricky Dozen. 
Both he and Antonio Inoki are the former NWA International Champions. Then we also have Jinichiro Tenru, the first wrestler to hold all of the major Japanese heavyweight titles. He is a former IWGP and All Japan heavyweight champion. He is a former promoter of Super World Sports in the um, early 1990s with the WWE. And when that fizzled out, he formed Wrestling and Romance. Um, his final match was against IWGP star Kazuchika Okada, who was a former heavyweight champion. Ricky Choshu, Japan's first true super heel, turning against Antonio Inoki in his philosophy of wrestling, formed the, forming the first faction against uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. He is a former Olympic standout and a student of Antonio Inoki and the first of many wrestlers to jump ship between both promotions in the early 80s. He is a former three-time IWGP champion and is, a, is the creator, and he's credited for creating the Sasori Gatame, known as the Sharpshooter, or the Scorpion Deathlock. So although we hail Bret Hart, Owen Hart, The Rock, Chris Benoit, and many of the Canadian wrestlers for using the uh, Sharpshooter, also I gotta add in um, Natalya, Neidhart, um, Tyson Kidd, and um, Harry Smith, Davy Boy Smith Jr., um, and Tyson Kidd, um, and Sting, Many people, <clears throat> and also like a couple of stars in Mexico, many people have credited Tatsumi Fuji, excuse me, not Tatsumi Fujidami, Ricky Choshu for um, creating this hold and uh, well-deserved um, placement into the Hall of Fame. Tatsumi Fujinami, now that's the name I was getting ready to go into. When looking at first of the many Japanese stars, Fujinami is a name to look to. He's a former two-time junior heavyweight champion of the WWF, defeating Jose Estrada for the title in Madison Square Garden. He would go on to become a heavyweight and then become a six-time IWGP heavyweight champion, and he was the first to unify the title with the NWA World's title. Fujinami is actually the second of six Japanese um, wrestlers to win the NWA World's title, along with uh, Giant Baba, Masachono, Great Muda, um, Ogawa, Kojima, and Tenzan. So that's pretty um, awesome right there for those names going into the Japanese Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Um, <clears throat> this Wrestling Hall of Fame is going to be ran also not only by this uh, group of people, but of course it's going to be sanctioned by the Japanese government. It's going to have an official building. So um, I think there will be some nice displays there. Um, memorabilia and things of that nature, ring jackets, masks, um, a whole bunch of things, and just a history of uh, Japanese pro wrestling. Now, one of the things they didn't announce was that they didn't announce if they were going to have any um, <clears throat> female inductions, which I think would be a crime if they didn't do that, because in the heyday of professional wrestling, um, it was not just only the men promotions that did a lot of stuff, you also had the women promotions doing a lot of things there, and I believe that the Japanese would be misrepresented would be misrepresented if they did not have the women women promotions and the um, the female presence in the Japanese Wrestling Hall of Fame. So if they're going to do that, they also need to also induct a couple of gaijin or foreign wrestlers in there, including. Carl Gotch, Mildred Burke, and uh, 
um, I guess, Alundra Blaze and so many others. But they'll be doing that down the road. I can't dictate who can go into their Hall of Fame or not. But if I was suggesting <clears throat> who was going into their Hall of Fame, then I damn sure would say, hey, yeah, put these guys in there. Put these ladies in there. So um, that's what I think should take place with that Hall of Fame. And um, like I said, they're actually going to have a building. So that's a pretty damn good thing to have. And last and certainly not least, we've got some uh, Pro Wrestling Noah news. Pro Wrestling Noah um, this week had a double champion match between Kino and Go Shiozaki for both the GHC and uh, national um, heavyweight titles. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this match turns out. As soon as I get the results, I will put this up there and let you guys know what's going on there. And certainly, um, <clears throat> in the spirit of tournaments, ladies and gentlemen, like uh, like how I announced or, um, in one podcast about the uh, G1 Climax getting ready to start in late September, Pro Wrestling Noah is uh, is has announced... Their N1 Victory Tournament, which will start on September 18th, 2020. And here is the A block <clears throat> for the uh, the tournament. The tournament will feature Gold Shiyazaki, Manabu Soya, Kateo Kiyoma, Masusaki Mazuchika from Dragon Gate, Masa Kiriyama, um, Kazushi Shakuraba, the Gracie Killer. Um, in the B block, we got Kino. We have uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima. Suhei Tanaguchi, Takashi Shigura, and Yoshiaki, Yosh, Yoshiki Inamura. Thank God for Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Thank God for Rosetta Stone. Yes. So that's your um <clears throat> your A and B block for the uh, Pro Wrestling Noah N One tournament. That's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how that one goes. That's going to be pretty good. Um. This month also makes the 20-year anniversary of the formation of Pro Wrestling Noah. For those of you who do not know about the formation of Pro Wrestling Noah, it was back in the summer of um, 2000 <clears throat> that uh, former champion and former star Mitsuhara Masawa, the late Mitsuhara Masawa, had um, finished up with his um, obligations with All Japan Pro Wrestling, he and 20 of the top guys had jumped ship and left to go to um, Pro Wrestling Noah to form the promotion after they did all of their um, their obligations, finishing up everything, and they surrendered all their titles. And um, they went on to start uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, I believe they end up taking the TV rights um, that All Japan had <clears throat> so that they can broadcast the uh, the Noah shows from their point on in. Some of the big stars that went and jumped ship was um, besides um, Misawa was Kenta Kabashi. Uh, Kenta at the time was a young was a young boy at the time, just breaking in to the promotion and several others. But um, <clears throat> it was a real big monumentous thing that uh, took place when uh, this company formed. 20 years later, All Japan, I mean, um, Pro Wrestling uh, Noah is um, doing some really huge things. And uh, since they merged with um, Cyber Fights, it's going to be interesting to see how these things are going to go. All these companies are going to run independently 
now that they're under the um, Cyberfight's banner. So um, <clears throat> they're still having their goal to try to overtake the popularity of pro wrestling from out of the grasp of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So it's interesting to see how that goes about. So, of course, like I said, at the end of this month, the Jingu, <clears throat> the Jingu um, Stadium uh, event will take place, the Summer Struggle Show, which will feature uh, on hand the King of Pro Wrestling Tournament, where that will culminate. It will be um, the matches that were listed, which will be Sonata versus, uh, versus um, Yo in a submission match, uh, a designated finishers match between um, El Desperado and Satoshi Kojima. We're also going to have um, <clears throat> Kazuchika Okada versus um, Yujiro Takahashi. And if it goes the way that it goes, it should either be a handicap match for um, between um, Okada versus the three Bullet Club members, or it would be just that um, leather belt um, death match, lumberjack match. So that's going to be interesting. And the winner of those matches are going to face off in a four-way dance. And the winner will become the King of Pro Wrestling 2020, where they will defend their King of Pro Wrestling um, championship contract as a, um, as a championship against um, any challenger in any stipulation type match going forward towards the end of the year. And then they start all over again with a reset um, going forward. Also, we're going to have uh, Minoru Suzuki versus uh, Shingo Takagi for the Never Open Weight Championship. And we're also going to have um, Hiromu Takahashi defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against um, Taji Ishimori from the Bullet Club. And in the main event, double champion Evil defending the double crown against Tetsuya Naito in a rematch for the title. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much the news for this week in Japanese pro wrestling. We got some returns coming in. I'm excited to see um, that ACH will be coming back this week. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in um, in New Japan, USA. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the finals of the New Japan Cup USA and see who is going to become the New Japan um, USA Cup winner and who will challenge John Moxley for the United States heavyweight title. And hopefully they're trying to figure a way where they can get John Moxley to defend the title on one of the New Japan USA shows. But it all depends on how everything looks with that contract. Um, and how the deal is worked if he's allowed to defend the IWGP US belt on US soil or do they have to wait for him to go to Japan and defend the title over there too also where the hell is Shota Umino I mean he's been in the US for quite some time now um, in the LA dojo so why has he not been uh, showcased in a match hmm this will have to find out. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Morell, a.k.a. Mark Knight, the executioner, uh, the bastard sitting inside the Mobius chair, one half of the most illustrious tag team outside of the source wall and in the ten galaxies and in the nine, in the nine realms. Yes, 
like Dietrich also I am a comic book fan myself so I'm calling it like how I see it um in fact we're gonna break through the source wall the source wall make another source wall source wall in the the dark multiverse so we're about to do that shit just like that so ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to this edition of wrestlers with experience for those of you listening to us you can check us out on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, radio stitcher podbeam Castbox radio excuse me Castbox radio excuse me deezer tuned in and podcast addict um if you like our podcast and i hope that you do please continue to support us continue to um Follow us through on all of our social medias. I just banged my elbow real quick. That was the funny bone. Damn, that hurts. Um, thank you for tuning in to all of those. Um, follow us on our social medias. Uh, Mark Morell on Facebook. Um, Black Junction. Instagram. XM Nightbuster. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. M Double Forty Four on um, Instagram and uh, XM Nightbuster on Twitter. Follow Dietrich Davis on all of his social medias. The email, teamddod um, uh, at um, gmail.com. Also, teamddod.tv. That's the website. So feel free to check us out there. Um, We are looking for supporters and um, advertisers as well. So if you are into what we're into, please feel free to contact Dietrich. Reach out to him. Let us know that you um, you want to put some financial backing into our show. Thank you for supporting our content to all of the fans. And um, I'll see you guys soon with another edition of Wrestles with Experience. Dietrich is also pumping out a lot of content. I'm over here pumping out content. And we look forward to seeing you guys very, very soon. Thank you and have a good day.